you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Let's start with this call because it's breaking news-ish. By the time you've heard this, you know, but still. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, I just saw this headline in The Independent and thought of you the second I saw it. It's Leonardo DiCaprio, 47, and Camilla Marone, who turned 25 in June, have split after four years of dating. And I feel like the mention of the detail that she turned 25 means that the author is a hooligan, because that's immediately what I thought of as well. Um, also, my sign-off, I've been thinking about it because after you did the Sammy Sheen and then Denise Richards joining OnlyFans, and Lindsay was like, oh, the whole family's on OnlyFans. So that's my sign-off. The whole family's on OnlyFans. I'm, Bye. like, gagged. I'm gagged. We just talked about this. We just talked about this. think he would at least date her till 26 just to get the average up? Like, what's one more <laughs> year to, like, kind of get people to stop literally too- saying this? Because at first you're like, okay, leave the guy alone at this point. But then you see the actual like lineup and the ages and you're like, well, but you're just like, this is actually absurd. It's it's outrageous. It's outrageous. Okay. It's outrageous. Lindsay, I did something really stupid. I sent you a PDF. I want to do a dramatic reading that I wrote today. (laughs) Wait, you wrote a screenplay? (laughs) But I don't want you to read it ahead. I want you to just read it as you do it because I want it to happen. I just did it. Okay, I'll read. I'll read the like scene direction. You be. Do you want to be Camilla or Leo? I want to be Leo. Okay, I'll be Camilla. You be Camilla. I'll okay. read this. This the directions and stuff. Okay, here we go. Interior yacht dining room night. Leonardo DiCaprio, forty-seven, is seated across from Camilla Marone, twenty-five, in the dining hall. The setting sun on the French Riviera casts an orange glow across the white linen table and sparkles in their freshly poured glasses of champagne. I'm Camilla. Camilla. Yeah. Beautiful. I'll try to do a voice. Beautiful. I don't know what she sounds like. Who does? I don't even think Leo knows what she sounds like. (laughs) I've never heard a voice. Never heard this woman speak in my life. Beautiful night. Beautiful company. (laughs) That's good, Leo. Is that what he sounds like? Yeah, that's good. Camilla blushes. Do we have anything planned tomorrow? I'd love to spend the day alone, just the two of us. Did something happen between you and Toby? No, no, I'm just saying it would be nice to do something romantic, just the two of us. Toby can be a bit draining emotionally. He's had a rough couple of years. We all have. What's that supposed to mean? Camilla scoffs. It means we've all had a rough couple of years. Remember the pandemic, the one that's still happening? Leo turns his head toward the sun. Camilla keeps her gaze on him. What's with you today? You seem on edge. Is there anything I can do to help? Nothing. I'm just starving. I am too. Leo's still watching the horizon, and now so is Camilla. Over roughly 20 seconds of total silence, the orange hues from the setting sun fade to shades of dark blue. Another sunset over. Leo picks up his glass of champagne and holds it towards Camilla, smiling at last. To us. Oh, wait, that's you. No, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) To us. Camilla's face brightens. 
to us. We had a good run, didn't we? Camilla cocks her head. Of course we did. Of course we do. An all-timer, I mean it. As they both take their sips, a server appears behind Leo and sets a plate in front of him. On it, a steak and french fries. Oh, I I didn't know we ordered. As Leo begins slicing into the juicy cut of meat, the server places a pair of Apple AirPods Max over his head. Leo? Baby? What's happening? Leo keeps cutting, face to the plate, when a security guard approaches Camilla from behind and gently places a hand on her shoulder. You be the guard. Ma'am, please follow me. (laughs) Wait a minute. Leo! Leo! She tosses the contents of her champagne flute in Leo's face, but he remains calm and unresponsive. He eats a french fry as she continues screaming. Mrs. Maroney, it's time for you to leave the ship. A dinghy is waiting for you along with all your things. What? Is this for real? I'm being kicked off? Why isn't he saying anything? He told me to give you this. She opens a small envelope and pulls out a card. On it, in scribbled Sharpie, you read the card. I never wanted 26 more. Sorry I couldn't make it. (laughs) The guard begins forcing her out of the room. Her screams have turned to sobs. Leo keeps eating, chewing slowly, steadily, having another sip of champagne after every bite of steak. By the time he's cleaned his plate, Camilla's halfway to the shore. The new Apple AirPods Max, now with the best noise cancellation ever. (laughs) (laughs) I was out of my mind today, okay? (laughs) Just forgive me. (laughs) Where did you write this? Like, on the plane? I I wrote it on the plane. Were you in the... Was there, like, some sort of altitude sickness that you had? I wrote it on the plane. I was like, (laughs) I need to do something. We need to do something to commemorate this. And, like, I'm on the plane. I I had some altitude sickness. I had a little bit of altitude sickness. Also, I think I didn't have enough protein over the past couple of days. So I'm a little woozy. Exactly how it happened. They sent her out to sea. I thought, no Titanic references. I'm shocked. They were just on the yacht. I thought you were going to bring it to Titanic or something. They sent her out to sea. They literally did send her out to sea. Ironically, he should be sent out to sea. He's old. She's young. Here's I mean this sincerely. I I don't yeah, what happened? think what happened. I don't think Leo is the type to like like I I wrote this because I was thinking about like how does Leonardo DiCaprio break up with a woman? And it's sort of like, I think he pulls the burger. I don't think he does it in person. I think he just stops communicating with them. What was your news? Oh, uh Burger broke up with me on a post-it. On a post-it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Read it and weep, my friends. I'm sorry I can't. Don't hate me. The motherfucker's concise. Well, I think he just stops communicating. I think he's a fucking baby who is not going to have a serious conversation with this woman. It's just sh- weird because the difference between all the exes, I mean, God, what do I know in this? But like <laughs> they spent pandemic together and there was all this writing about how like close they got because they were mm-hmm. in such close quarters. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they really bonded over the pandemic. Like they really had to like be together. Yes. You know, da, da, da. I mean, also like she could have broken up with him. Uh, That's fair. That's it's kind fair. of like fucked up for us to all be like, oh, well, he he pulled the, the trap door and she fell through it down with the rest of them, you know? Mm-hmm. It also could have been her who kind of implied, hey, I want more from this relationship or I want more from my relationship. I'm ready to like be mature, grow up, maybe have a kid, like maybe get married. And I think the thing with him is maybe it's not that they're all mm-hmm. t- turning 25. Maybe it's they're all deciding they want to be, be in mature relationships and he yeah. just doesn't yeah. want any of that. Yeah. And that's like the trend. And it's like, that's a thing that happens with a lot of 25-year-old to 27-year-old women, right? Like, that's yeah. a thing. You start thinking about what you want. And Leo already knows what he wants, and it's 21 to 24-year-old women. <laughs> or it's just it. women who don't want that. Who just, like, you know, yeah. I think if he dated somebody older than him or his age, he could find someone who wants exactly what he wants. But he doesn't want that. What we have from the source, because... Us Weekly got the exclusive, which is like, what does that even mean anymore? It's over. After four years together, they broken up. Okay. Quote, DiCaprio has been attending events and going on vacations without Maroney. From the Care Gala to the UNICEF Gala to Saint-Tropez, a source exclusively reveals to us, he's been spending more time hanging out with his pals like Toby Maguire and Jamie Foxx. So it's like, it seems like it just ended. Well, you know what happened also... Her mom and Al Pacino broke up too. So like that oh, also maybe God. had a lot to do with it. So they couldn't double date with his with her mother anymore and his best Wait, friend when Al did, Pacino. When did that happen? It happened. Because remember he got that girlfriend we talked about who was like kind of a question mark? Oh, the one that he had the Shrek case with? 
I'm happy for her because I think now she can have like a career. Because <laughs> she's that an she actual actress. Before, but it was always like overshadowed by Leo, and she's been in some good stuff, you know, or she's been in some stuff <laughs> that's been like notable. Well, Lindsay, don't try to backpedal. We just said we don't know what this woman sounds like like five minutes I ago. I don't know. I I swear I've seen her in movies though. I swear I've seen her in a movie or two. She was in some kind of like road trip girly movie or whatever. She. <laughs> Dad, the kitchen's clean. I'm going to bed. Okay, honey. Hey, can you help me with this? Move Slide this? it down a little bit. Yeah, just a little Why bit. Why are you moving mm-hmm. this? Because I need you to come over here. I just saw somebody run by. What do you mean you just saw someone run by? I just saw someone run by here? I did. I did. I want you to get Dad? under the stairs. Dad? Why are you putting me under the stairs? Dad, Call the cops where are you right now. Dad, please be Take careful. Take your phone Dad, and dial 911. 911, what is your emergency? There's men, they're breaking into my house. They're on my front lawn. I think they're here. Did you see this great tweet? I have to commemorate this tweet, which happened literally at 12 a.m. midnight on August the 31st um, by Tom Neenan. This is a killer joke. Titanic turns 25 this year, at which point I assume Leonardo DiCaprio will no longer want to be in it. <laughs> That's an all-timer. That's an all-timer. That's a better than late night. Late That's night really joke, good. You know? That's really all-timer. good. That's right? that's Jay Leno wishes. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, well, you know, <sighs> sending one off into sea. I mean, who else will he date? Timmy's pissed because whoever's next, he's going to have to research. <laughs> Like we said, had not another one. We knew Camilla Maroney. We were comfortable with Camilla Maroney. Not sure how to say either of her names, but I was comfortable with I her know, existence. I know, we really don't. We keep saying Marone and Maroney interchangeably, hoping I that think one about would it, be the right answer. I think about it like Sopranos, like, Maron, 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 Maron. That's how I like think Maron, about it, but I know like that Maron. can't be right. Maron. Right. It can't like, be Maron. That's Maron. like a swear word, isn't it? I know, I don't know. Maron. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Also, I thought Maron was Madonna, like Madonna, Me like too. swearing somehow. But, but I don't think that. it is. Yeah, I don't think it is. <sighs> this is sad. I mean, I don't know if I'm sad. It just, it's so interesting to think of Leo. I like, like it's sad. remember, like, remember um, when George Clooney was like forever a bachelor, but it was somehow like, <laughs> it was somehow like more charming than this. Like he pulled it off in a little bit more of like a. People didn't mock him for being a bachelor. Like he didn't, I guess he didn't take 25 year olds, right? But he. Here's the thing though. Leonardo DiCaprio has been considered a lot of things, but like suave and debonair is not one of them. And that like is exactly, that is like, that's what oozes out of George Clooney. You know, like there's a, there's a old Hollywood, like, Cary Grantness to him, you know, like it's it's suave. Leo it's... is never Leo behind the scenes. He does like enough charity work to to justify like being on the level of Clooney and is in, a, in enough good movies to be on the level of Clooney. But you're right, like there's an interpersonal like charm the the pranks that he pulls and his his Hollywood pals aren't as cool, you know. Like he yeah. there's there's a kind of a weird like. A secretive scumminess to DiCaprio that everybody oh. like loves to kind of ignore, even though like when they, he's in a movie, you'll you'll die to see it, you know. <laughs> well, also, the thing about <laughs> the thing about Leo is that like Leo's charity work is very like very much seems like it is the result of a conversation between his publicist and his accountant, being like, "Look, oh God, you're stop. a sleaze bag. Everyone he knows loves it. The environment. You, you're a sleaze. No. Everyone knows it. You need to act like you are a good guy." No. The accountant says that if you put your money in uh, green energy. It's a it's a good place. I feel like he's been doing like really good environmental. I think the only he saving takes grace the of private DiCaprio he is takes like, Taylor Swift's yeah, jet well, to he his climate it. conventions. He offsets it and to, then he's, by doing all this other stuff. And then he goes on super yachts all the time. Okay. Well, either way, the um, what do you call it? The Q score of who <laughs> saves the planet is high for him because it's yes. like Greta, Leonardo DiCaprio. Who else? Who else is saving the planet? Greta, Leonardo DiCaprio. Name another. <laughs> Name another. Al Gore. I don't know. Al Gore. Okay. Al Gore. (laughs) Three. That's three. If those are the three people we've got, we are out of luck. (laughs) Name them. Jane Goodall. Who else? Greta, Leo, and Al Gore saving the planet. I just heard every remaining glacier melt. They're gone. (laughs) They're gone. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Lindsay, they're gone. Oh, God. Well, ever since he hit one with the Titanic, he's been he's been paying. I never thought about that. I never thought about that. He hit one. Hi, you're probably going to do a lot of calls about this, but uh, just listening to the latest. Um, 
the other reason that J-Lo probably didn't want Virgos, other than the fact that Leos and Virgos don't necessarily get along well, is that Mark Anthony is a Virgo. And I think there was a lot online about how they probably recently broke it up or something when she did this. So, thanks. Consent. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, this caller, sometimes, sometimes people call and say, oh, you're probably going to get a lot of calls about this, and they're right, and sometimes they're wrong. This is the former. We got a lot of calls about this. People are very familiar with Mark Anthony's zodiac sign, and it is Virgo. And now we've heard that J-Lo does not like Virgos, and this could be the reason. This could be She's the like, reason. like, I don't fuck with Virgos <laughs> ever. <laughs> My ex was a Virgo. And we are not It is crazy, terms. though, for her to... Well, I think they're actually if she, okay had, if she famously fired these Virgos, or she didn't not fire them, she just didn't hire them, mm-hmm. um, would, like, that she would marry a Virgo. So if she's so anti-Virgos, it doesn't make sense. Like, one one has to beget the other. Like, I don't really... You know, do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which came first? Which came first? I'm reading Distractify's headline for this. And it's, so does Jennifer Lopez have a personal vendetta against Virgos? And the, every story is now like this, where it's like they're they're connecting the dots. And those dots are Virgo symbols. What is the Virgo symbol? What is this? It's a meatball. It's a helmet. It's a, it's it's, a maiden. It's, it's a maiden. See, I don't know. I, See okay, that's not that's not, that's not interesting. The point is J Lo does not like Virgos, presumably because her ex, Mark Anthony, was and is a Virgo. Moving on. I'm shocked hmm? no, uh, Virgos oh. aren't speaking up against J Lo. I'm I'm shocked this got this made the rounds, but no Virgos are coming out, you know, as being like, take J Lo, fuck you for discriminating against Virgos. I'm sure there is a corner of TikTok where that conversation is being had loudly and proudly. <laughs> so, like, if you search long enough, you will find that conversation being had. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Uh, first time, long time. Um, you, This is Mallory, and you made a call for reasons why Alaskan people might be so interested in Nepo babies or specifically nepotism. And it's probably because there is a long history of nepotism in Alaskan politics, such as Lisa Murkowski is the daughter of Frank Murkowski, another former senator. Um, we have the Begich family also currently running, I think, for Senate. I don't know. I don't live there anymore. Um, and on top of that, the current Anchorage mayor is being accused of nepotism for appointing his wife to the library council and a whole bunch of other messy stuff so i don't think it's nepo baby so much as it's just good old nepotism have a good one that's so funny so the ne- so we think people are searching for like nepotism celebrity base but it's like people mm-hmm. are just searching for nepotism because their like political system is full of people like doing each other favors yes because of nepotism interesting mm-hmm. fascinating i love it also, I was I like, mean, I hate she- it. I mean, I literally hate it, but you know. The caller mentioned the Begich family, which is a political dynasty in Alaska. And I was like, why do I know that name? Why would I know anything about Alaskan like state politics? Remember that podcast? Did you listen to it? Missing in Alaska about the plane crash in Alaska? It was no. about this plane. Remember I complained about it all the time because it was like never any good information. <laughs> in <laughs> Yes. And I was like, oh, oh I yeah. listened to Missing in Alaska yeah. again. And you were like, why are you still listening to that? <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, about yeah. You, a plane you crash. You love to listen to nine episodes of a show that doesn't have any information in it. <laughs> Shut up. So that, the Begich family was part of that. They died in that plane crash. Oh, but those it. Begiches are still part of Alaskan politics, I think, or they were for a bit. So like, it's all it's all coming full circle. Alaska sure, loves sure, nepotism. Sure. Okay, next call. Hey, Lizzie, Bobby, Timmy. Long time, literally third episode. First time, I don't have anything interesting to say to anybody, LOL. Um, I went to the Ava Max concert in Greensboro, North Carolina. That took place in the Sands Club parking lot. Um, it was a sad showing, you know. I can't imagine, you know, Sands Club probably paid her what? $200,000, I would assume. She can't be that cheap. And it was, you know, maybe a few hundred people. And they all showed up, like, right when she started. So it was kind of disappointing. She, Ava Max, really rolled up in a white minivan, like a white minivan. And people started screaming her name. Um, And when I say people, I mean just gay white men and children under the age of 12. Um, 
it was an experience. She looked great, though, and she sounded fantastic. So, you know, I'll give her I'll give her credit where it is deserved. But it was the hooiest thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, crunch, crunch. Is your vagina too acidic? Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Kenny. I am a proud Greensboro native. I went back home for the pre-Ava Max concert at Sam's Club. One, it was in the parking lot, not in the actual Sam's Club, which I was disappointed by. Two, she actually put on a show. It was like a fair, a couple of hundred people there who were there as like enthusiastic fans, not just like for a free concert. And she had choreo. She was hot as hell. She it was choreo, her backup dancers, a full band. My only question is, she was like, this song, you may know who it's about. Uh, I didn't know who it was about. What is the lore behind her breakup songs? I will definitely send you an email with the videos of the of the event. It was a blast. All right, crunch crunch, girl boss, gaslight, date city. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. This is literally my third time calling in 24 hours. Called twice yesterday about Ava Max, and this is also about Ava Max. Uh, so I went to the concert, and I also found that the reason it was happening, I realized we had no idea. I didn't know, at least. I didn't even know about the concert until you all talked about it. Uh, she announced it. Uh, it's because the Sam's Club announced a competition for uh, to see which Sam's Club could get the most new members in the past year, and it just so happens that the prize was an Ava Max concert and a block party. And so Greensboro, North Carolina, got the most new members this year. So Ava Max came. All right, that's all. Fascinating. So you're saying that, okay, this is, this gets a little interesting. Greensboro, North Carolina did not just randomly get an Ava Max concert. They won a contest and the prize was an Ava Max concert. Yes. Yes. Remember when Pitbull did this? Remember when like everyone? Yeah, but it was like it was, but like it was a like whole a spam scheme. (laughs) Yeah, it was like the internet internet, spammed uh, him to go to like the most isolated walmart yeah. for this, this performance like and he ended up going Greensboro, north carolina won like yeah. it had nothing to do with the internet <laughs> no i didn't see this anywhere i'm so glad we at least one hooligan i think a few hooligans went um yeah. one hooligan took home the sign for that said ava max hydration station which i feel like is I literally a family hooligan. heirloom because okay, the hooligan well, who called you said, hold on to that. i tweeted you were retweeting my tweets and we retweeted the sign i think this hooligan got the sign Eva Max Hydration Station is <laughs> so funny. I, also, the entire performance is uploaded to YouTube. Someone did film the whole oh, thing. Oh, it is? A few people took videos. I tried to put it in the Monday episode, and the 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 clips just weren't good. One of the clips... Was she like, the, hey, psycho? Okay. Did she say that? No. She, I I was desperate for all... I mean, the, the concert, did I think, was like 40... Did she acknowledge Sam's Club at all? No. Did she say in anything what about I, Sam's Club? In what I scrubbed, anytime she oh. spoke to the crowd... She, she shout out Sam's North Club. Carolina and or Greensboro. She never she said, never said she Sam's was like, Club. and when she said goodbye, she was like, love you. Goodbye. Like, I think she said Greensboro when she left, but she 100% uh, did not say like, thank you, Sam's Club. <laughs> she I did not say thank you, like, Sam's Club. I would pay $100 for her to say thank you, Sam's Club. Like she never <laughs> even acknowledged that she was at Sam's Club. I mean, I mean she there's hauled, something she hauled her house from all the way from Greensboro back to Newark for the VMAs then like the next day. So here's the the caller is saying sort of saying it was sad because there weren't a lot of people, but also the caller is saying there were hundreds of people, you know, it was a very specific audience as they said it was mostly gay white men and children under twelve. I mean, either is... way, we're we're loving that Ava Max played the yes. Sam's Club in Greensville, North Carolina, yes. but she definitely made like fifty grand just to like get on her ass and like sing her songs, you know, for like 50 gay people. So that's great to me. I think that she made good money specifically because it's Sam's Club and they have so much money. So like her people probably knew they could ask (laughs) for money and get it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think think it's a good deal. All right. How do I deal with life's insanities? I have a simple solution with long lasting benefits that helps me stay focused, refreshed and keep cool no matter what life throws at me. And so can you. That's right, Ava. Extras, not just refreshing breath. It's for freshening life. Yeah, next call. Let's move on to some questions. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. First time, short time. 
Um, I was wondering if you could talk about Devin Ross, who plays the assistant um, to Alicia Vikander on Irma Vep on HBO. She's very cool looking, and I was looking her up, and she has 110,000 followers on Instagram, which is confusing to me because I had no idea who she was. My friend thinks that she might be a Nepo baby. I think that she might be some kind of, I don't know, some kind of, like, alt something or other that has a very specific following, and she was, like, stunt casted or something. But, um, yeah, I was just wondering if you knew anything about her. All right, crunch, crunch. We don't have to spend too much time on this, girly. Is this she woman, Nepo baby? She's an interest. So I... It's Nebo Baby again. It's Secret Nebo Baby. And the thing is, I watched Irma Vep. I liked Irma Vep. I talked about it in the Patreon. She has a pretty small but significant role in it. And she plays this um, young... She's the Alicia Vikander character's assistant. And there's something very like... There's an affect to the way that she speaks. And there's this sort of like distant tone that she has and it's sort of like who yeah she's so she, she has such a unique way of speaking and i really didn't think about like where she came from i never was intrigued by her enough to ever google who this person is but she would but you'd be like she's good but i should have she was totally fine but like i you should have I, because there's something weird about her but it's because this is like her first role her? Huh. okay so she's a model yes and she has the face of kind of many models i wouldn't say she has like an interesting look so what no she doesn't she has no. that's interesting is a really interesting haircut and i mm-hmm. think what this reminds me of is very much like tyra banks like we're gonna give you a crazy it's, haircut it'll like, set you it's apart very much like it's very much like i went on america's next top model and they gave me like a dark brown <laughs> mullet with bangs and like that <laughs> and is, like, i what made sobbed me a model. And I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed, but guess what? It got me a gig. You are very reminiscent of Twiggy to me. So we are chopping your hair off. Because that's, I think she's extraordinarily beautiful, but I think the haircut like almost makes it like over the top, like, okay, this girly is fashion, you know? <laughs> and you can tell that she knows it because <laughs> she like is always working this, like she's working the hair. Well, you'll notice, do you know who her father is? She's vaguely nepotism. Her father has a semi iconic haircut. Her father, Okay. is the lead guitarist for Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> Craig okay. Ross. Okay, when I clicked him, I was like, why the hell would I know who this... I was like, I don't know who this person is. Why would I know who Lenny Kravitz's head guitarist is? Then but I clicked him, him, and I was like, I recognize this guy. He's always in pictures with him. I know who this guy is. I didn't know his name. I have to say, being the daughter of Lenny Kravitz's guitarist, to me, is not nepotism. Does it mean Her you, mom was a model, you live though. a... Okay, maybe. <laughs> okay, well, Her mom I'm just saying, does that mean you maybe you're from LA and you live like upper, upper middle class life? Sure, you're priv, but like yeah. you're privileged. But are you nepotism? Like, mm, I don't know. Like, I think this is kind of on the like, line. Like, are they, you know? if she is was your like parent helping you get your daughter, foot in the door? Maybe. Yeah, that's the question. Uh, were, were her parents helping her get her foot in the door? And I think with the acting, no, but with the modeling, yes. Or just like being around the right people growing up in Los Angeles yeah, and like, yeah, again, like yeah. going to the right parties because you're like relatively wealthy. Sure, that also helps too. But that's not nepotism to me. Nepotism is like a distinct family kind of, I don't know. It's it's where it gets tough. I feel like because everything feels like nepotism, you have to, I have to start drawing the line because like then it makes me crazy, you know? I think it's like textbook definition nepotism, but it's definitely nepotism should be on a, there should be like a, a Kinsey scale of nepotism, you know? Like there needs to be like a, there needs to be like a Witherspoon scale of nepotism, and right, we need so to know. Right. So what's it's it's uh what's this what's high and low? What's is it one to five? Are we doing one to five? Oh, I think we rank it with uh, yeah one to five, and it's sort of like well one to six. So it's like your six is your <laughs> your four fives are your gummers. Your four f- no five six are your gummers, <laughs> and five, your, your maybe gummers. your threes are your chets because it's like he's. He's definitely doing stuff exclusively because of his parents, but is he all that successful at it? Isn't isn't part of one of the measurements of nepotism like, sure you get your foot in the door, but did you become did it work? And that all is right, sort of like relying was, on talent. I, didn't, I don't know right, that it okay. is. I'm just saying like, and maybe it's I would not. say she's like a two or a one. I th- I would say she's, she's a on one. the scale. I'm... So it's or, or it's less about okay. I take that back. Chet's actually way up at the top of the list, right? I think he's a six. I don't think he's it's a, a matter of whether you're successful. It's not about talent. I just think if, it's not about if, talent. Or it depends success. on how. 
it depends on like how the, how easy what was it to open the door did the door weigh a lot was it did it swing right open the, it's was more it, of it's, it's a measure a screen door like what are we talking here it's a measure of your parents power and your parents work so it's sort of like but also the effort that it took for you to get to that yeah point. the, the yeah. i would say like the effort it took for you to like open the door step mm-hmm. through the door get the opportunity so, or whatever when you are you know and like uh, eva marie martino that's a six baby she like <laughs> she played her younger she played her mother's yes, younger self you know exactly like, she got her imdb page was populated before she was yes so you've got like this you've got this devin ross woman and you've got someone like Amber Midthunder, I think, is also a very good person to represent the lower level of this scale, which I would say just like means one like one or two. That's like your parents work in the industry. And you're surrounded you by the like, industry. You understand how it works, yeah. but you don't necessarily have all the doors opened for you. You're just aware of the doors and how the doors open. <laughs> one or two feels like it's my family business. That's when yes. we always say like, is it nepotism or is it just the family business in a way? Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Like are the gummers just in the family business? Uh, it's a little <laughs> different. Is acting, you know. I believe uh, Meryl was kicking those doors open. You know, like I I yeah, find it hard I to believe too. And otherwise. they look like her and they've played younger her. And They like, literally followed in her like, footsteps down to like the yeah. Yale stuff. You know, like there's. There are certain things that those feel... Those are sixes. <laughs> those are sixes. I like that there's a scale. I think this yes, helps us. Yes, we need a nepotism I think scale. We're, I think we're getting caught in the in the kind of like name calling of it all when it's more about what the origin story is. Where So like if I if if you're like, is this model girly nepotism? And, you, and I'm like, yes, kind of. And you're like, hmm. And then I'm like, her father is Lenny Kravitz's guitar player. Then you have more of an idea of what I'm starting to say to you. <laughs> How, what does that mean to you? <laughs> we need to make a... Sorry, I keep mentioning the New York Metro weather account, but we need to make like a an, an account like the, the dew point we graphic do. that they tweet every day that's like one, two, three, four, five, six. Maybe it's only five. We just need to work on it and make a graphic because we got to make this. We got to disperse this. But I do like that Reese Witherspoon's kids are six. <laughs> it's... um what's, what's her kid's name? Douglas Fairyweather. Deacon Philippi is like... Fairyweather. <laughs> Douglas Fairyweather for Deacon I... Witherspoon. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So okay, this girly anyways, there's, Devin there's Ross. There's nothing is a... else about her except for the fact that she's dating Nick Cave's kid. Okay. And that's Nick a Cave's something. Nick Cave's singer, not Nick Cave the artist. And they have the same haircut, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> they met doing a Gucci gig at Disneyland in Paris. Yeah, okay. That sure. sounds fake. And she said, Hey, you have my haircut. And he said, You have my haircut. And then they kissed. <laughs> <laughs> you have my haircut. You have my haircut. I don't remember 9-11. I don't remember 9-11 either. Oh <laughs> this god. is perfect. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Let's move on. He does zombie movies, but they're really making like important political statements. What kind of important political statements? He depicts alienation. The film's about being cut off from your own interests. I mean, you're being used by society. And, and you're, what is you're that? not even aware of it. <laughs> have to do with zombies. <laughs> zombies are the ultimate alienated individuals. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs> Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, might? Uh-huh. <laughs> You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that 
you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without dishwasher. a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want. And Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, long time, long time. Um, Sierra just announced she has a skincare line coming out. Um, just like every celebrity has a skincare line now. Is that a Zemi thing to have a skincare line? Is that Hooey? What's the threshold? I saw a tweet about this that really clarified this for me. Mm-hmm. And I already forgot who tweeted it, so I'm sorry. It was in a reply somewhere. Right now, celebrity skincare is the same as in the past celebrity fragrance. Okay? In the past, it's still today a little bit, but in the past, it felt like every celebrity had a fragrance. Remember, like, Britney had one. Like, everyone had a fragrance. It was so easy to have fragrances and to make money off of them. And it felt, I guess we were less, like, in the girl boss era, so it didn't feel as much like you were in control. It was more like, you know, you... It was like Britney Spears. What was that really hilarious? What was the hilarious Beyonce one with, like, the dumb... uh, They all have dumb bottles. Heat. Beyonce heat. They all have awful bottles. But like 2010, 2010, like it's a completely different era. Catch the fever. I'm fire. Beyonce heat. The first fragrance by Beyonce. It, and then the, and then it got crowded, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you started seeing them at Dwayne Reed and you were like, okay, why is this like, you know, <laughs> why is this Christina Aguilera fragrance being sold for like $5.99? In a box know, that's like, the size of a Monopoly box with a tiny <laughs> fragrance in it. Like, why are celebrity fragrances sold in gigantic Monopoly boxes? Okay. You know, what is, what's the point of I that? I agree. It is very strange. But I guess my point is that like that's what this that's what the skincare stuff is starting to feel like. Yeah, skincare has become trendy in a way where it feels like it is like uh, it's too crowded. It's uh-huh. it's we don't why do we need Sierra's skin line? Why why do we like I think that she's beautiful and I would love any tips from her on how to do my skin or hair care or whatever, anything, dance or whatever. But I do feel like it is a matter of like, uh, at this point, I don't you know. You type this out. And I'm sure that there are these like little differentiating things between all of these girlies, these famous celebrity skincare lines. But like the thing that's being written about on every write-up of Sierra's new skincare line, which is called, what is it called? It's like OAM, OAM. Um, should be called is that goodies. it says it, it was exactly every I I put in three E page six and Allure all did goodies jokes in their leads or their headlines. I know it should be goodies. It's Sierra has Om. some. Oh, Om. that's how you say. Oh, oh, is it OAM or OM? Either way, it's not good. E says Sierra has got some goodies to share in the beauty space. Page six says, I bet you want these goodies and their lead. And Allure just put it in the headline, which I respect. Sierra is about to drop a skincare line filled with goodies. But she didn't call it goodies. She called it OAM. What you're going to refer to was that in this in this press release, it says, you know, Sierra's line is launching with five clinical level products, which she worked on with a team of board certified dermatologists to perfect testing her potions on 69 women with different skin tones. And I'm here to say everyone does that now. That is standard. Ever since Rihanna launched Fenty and did that, seriously, Everyone does well, that. Well, I was going to say, Kardashian is there a difference? does that. They all do that. Is there a difference between test? Like Rihanna sort of broke the mold and saying, like, no, I will release as many possible skin tones yes. as I can. Like, price be damned. Right. But is there a difference between to, to make all the skews? But is 
is there a difference between releasing all of the shades and testing on shades? I'm just like, when I was reading this as someone who was like not well-versed in skincare lingo, I was like, I don't know. Am I supposed to be impressed by this? I like, mean, it's just funny because it's like she's rolling out, the, the items that she's rolling out are just things that you can get anywhere else. Vitamin C cleanser, vitamin C pads, vitamin mm-hmm. C serum, but vitamin C eye money. cream. I mean, it just must be like easy to get in and like, if you're so beautiful like Sierra, it's like a no-brainer in a way. And like, I don't know, she she has an audience that follows what she does. But it's just mm-hmm. crazy to me that it's like, it almost feels like, because now you have like, Selena, Rare, Hailey Bieber's like Donut Face, Ariana Grande's Rem, mm-hmm. Skim, Skin by Kim, and Halsey has one, and Jennifer Lopez has hers, and Rihanna has Fenty. And it's like, it's just getting... It's, I just don't understand how you're... Sp- and then you have the normal stuff, right? Go and then to you have Sephora. the normal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Go to You a have Sephora. like the ordinary. You have like whatever you want. But like I... Yeah. I have to... I think that it, this also goes back to our podcast conversation, our James Vanderbeek conversation from earlier this week where it's like... Oh, James this must This must be... Uh, I mean, I it understand that lucrative. all this... It must be lucrative. And I think the thing is, I don't know that... It, uh, longevity is even the point here it's sort of like can we make a lot of money and fast and it seems like remember that Lori, is definitely remember Lori possible Harvey's skin line where did that remember go Lori skin i'm line? sure she made a very pretty penny in those months yeah. where it was getting tons of promo i haven't seen the promo for it lately it's yeah. not getting written out of like rihanna's gets written about constantly when she releases a new line of whatever people write about it no one else really gets that persistent coverage i just don't i don't think these things get done at the level that they get done like every celebrity is doing it i don't think that all these celebrities are glomming on to this trend unless they're making something but i just don't the thing that i don't believe because this stuff is obviously like like you said it's vitamin c it's hyaluronic acid this stuff is clearly proven to work i don't i have no questions about the results here but it's sort of like oh, they're all yeah. kind of I'm doing the same that. they're all kind of doing the, the same, same thing though i don't see passion in it you know with I mean, the exception of maybe the, rihanna the proof the proof is and we'll end this here is when kim said i don't use my own products i use better versions that are more expensive of these products and i'm going to make them cheaper and less good and sell them to you that's all you need to that's know. all you need to know Also, OAM stands for on a mission. (laughs) To make money. To make money. Always a a who fest, obviously, of who's and who's behavior. But Chloe Feynman's post about her VMA outfit is sending me to the moon. I need you to go to her Instagram and see her post about her VMA outfit. It is in a paid partnership with someone um, and you're going to lose your mind when you see who it is. I know you're probably thinking like, oh, a paid partnership with Tom Ford or something. Oh no, friends. Um, It's far more unhinged than that. Okay. Uh, Crunch, crunch. Me and Grease. What's so funny about this is I didn't see her... um outfit or dress or anything until it was on like the worst dressed list so do you think that she purposefully dressed bad to get on the list to give the spawn more attention because the spawn itself doesn't actually get hurt by the fact that the dress is ugly you know if anything it just brings more attention to the fact that she was wearing a weird dress what do you think that's a good i hadn't theory. considered that that's like good galaxy brain stuff and i wouldn't put it mm-hmm. past like Chloe Feynman's a comedian. She's a funny person. I think that she would have a sense of humor about this sort of thing. And also the VMAs are ridiculous. If you're going to do something ridiculous, you may have do, you may as well do it at the VMAs. I think that that makes sense. I think that that's very like a cunning thing for a brand funny. to do. Yeah. I think that makes yeah. sense. I believe it. Sure. All right. Sure. We haven't even revealed what is going on with this spawn. I just don't. I guess the my. my Sorry, what was your initial thought? At minimum. You? At minimum, I would say. There's no way she thinks this dress looks good. <laughs> like, I you know, know it's I the know. ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's custom <laughs> cart couture by, I assume, designers. But I'm not going to blame yes. them for this because they had to design a dress for Chloe 
uh, Feynman that was spawn for Instacart. We've seen wedding dresses, pink neon feathers, purple sequins jumpsuits and a freaking meat dress and now another one for the history books is sitting beside me serving grocery card couture if you will it is saturday night live's chloe Feynman. Ooh, hello hello this is really something chloe yeah yeah it's um cart couture it's from house of instacart really really hot fashion brand i have gumballs and lentil and all sort i'll show you more under my dress Ooh. Take off my little jacket. Oh my gosh, you need help with that? Ugh. Wow. No, we're good. Um, yeah, we've got gumballs and candy. You got lentils over here. Wow. Yeah, I get. I have low blood sugar, so, <laughs> okay, so I need to sneak food into the show. <laughs> there are so many major fashion moments uh, when you think about the VMAs, and even tonight happening all around us. What is your key to standing out when it comes uh, to the VMA red carpet? Um, you know, I go for my favorite muse, which is food yeah instacart which is the service that delivers groceries to your door and if you're wondering well how can you turn that concept into a dress the answer is you can't <laughs> you can't <laughs> you can't do it so she had food hidden in the dress again i really can't see maybe if the dress construction was more revealed to me i'd be like interesting there's like funny pockets she's taking cheese it's out i mean I don't really understand how the food isn't integrated into this dress, but apparently she was like delivering food or sneaking food into the VMAs. That was the concept of the of the spawn. Was that the but concept the, of the spawn? But the dress is also holographic vinyl. I'm quoting their press release. Holographic vinyl, holographic PU, silver nylon, metallic organza, organdy, duchess satin, and polyfill that playfully imitates a cart and popular snack packaging. I don't see that visualized here. What I see is something that Matt Damon made while he was on Mars. Like, this looks like scraps from a NASA spaceship crash okay, that you stitched together. Okay, but he also, like, plant together. his own poopy in the ground and, like, grow the potatoes? Yes. Yes. But doesn't it look like spaceship wreckage? Because what she wrote on Instagram was, looking like a snack, also wearing actual snacks. Thanks, House of Instacart, for this custom cart couture look by 3 as 4 so I could sneak them into this year's VMAs. Sneaky Instacart partner, but she misspelled Instacart. <laughs> she misspelled Instacart in her paid promo. No, it's not. Inset cart I partner. just took that screen. I like literally Chloe, took that. Chloe, fix your caption. I don't really understand the spawn here, but you're right. It appears to have worked. Well, I mean, define worked. I didn't. I I didn't notice it the night of. I only noticed it. We're because of the talking about Instacart the, on a podcast. Okay, well, it worked. They got us. They did it. They got us. What's Chloe Feynman's deal? Great question. She does good impressions, and she's nepotism, and she's Scientologist. That's it. She's Why all three, right? She is a Scientologist, right? Do we know where she one of those Scientologists where it's like you're not quite sure? Okay. But her father is Chris Elliott, right? Yeah. You're confusing She's... her with Abby Elliott. Oh, who's her dad? Her dad, no. Her her dad is a biotech executive and her mom is a painter. Oh my god, okay. Shout out to her. So she's just a Scientologist. So she's just, just <laughs> She's just a Sorry. potential Scientologist. We don't even know that she's a Scientologist. Be wary of that. No, okay? she come on. She is though. We don't know for a fact that she's a Scientologist. There are just rumors that her father was a very very, very influential Scientologist, a.k.a. a rich one, because you need money to be an influential Scientologist. But we don't know. We don't know. She's a who, though, right? It's it's unclear whether or not she's a Scientologist, but it's perfectly clear that she needs a new stylist. How about that? No, she probably made like she probably made like seventy thousand so dollars to like wear this ugly dress. Who cares? Guess where she <laughs> and guess where she gave the money? Guess where she gave the money? No. Hi, Weekly. Um, my friends just saw Alana Heim and that guy from Stranger Things, Joseph Quinn, um, having coffee together. And I think that's an interesting who pairing. I don't know if this is anything. Obviously, I'm going to tell you and not do more. Um, but we'll just we'll keep an eye on it. Um, crunch, crunch. You heard it here first. Alanaheim and Joseph Quinn are engaged, and Alanaheim is pregnant. So <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> Wait, where, where did they say that? In that, they're call? engaged, and she's pregnant. <laughs> Isn't he gay? No, Joseph Quinn's not the gay one. The gay one is Vecna. Vecna. 
Vecna. Don't right? say Vecna on this pod. You you cannot I say Vecna on this podcast. Because I didn't watch Stranger Things season, bleh, I don't know any of the like, I don't know who Joseph Quinn is. I, don't, I know he's the one that Doja Cat was like, get me his number. And then like, whatever. <laughs> so he must be straight, maybe. But then like, I know Vecna's gay. Yeah. Vecna's gay. Why I would you I didn't know Vecna him? was gay, but that makes sense. I believe that. Are you that. like... What are you like embarrassed? Oh, I just didn't that know. Gay? No, I'm not embarrassed okay. that Vecna's gay. Villains can Sounds be gay, like, Lindsay. Villains like can be have, gay. You don't have pride because you, you don't want Vecna to be gay, and he is gay. <laughs> He's gay. So, and Alanaheim is pregnant, and Joseph Quinn <laughs> is engaged to her. They're actually getting married tomorrow. I love that she was like, "I didn't want to give this to Dumois." It's like, yeah, give it to us. We'll just call her pregnant. <laughs> okay. This would be a good couple, though. This would That's be a good, a good couple. couple. I sort of am wondering what happened to Doja in all of this, but also they could just be hanging out. They're okay. friends. Well, Doja, I think Doja She's getting, she's pregnant. An, They're engaged. Doja They're had actually enough. married. <laughs> They're married. She's pregnant. Stop calling women. Stop calling women pregnant. I know. I shouldn't be calling women pregnant. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, and Timmy. I just watched the trailer for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, or maybe it's Honey and Blood. And, of course, it's as terrible as one could imagine. However, um, there is an actress attached to the project. Her name is Amber Doingthorne. And looking at her IMDb and the work that she's doing, it's kind of crazy. Like, I'm trying to figure out if this girly who's featured in the trailer, albeit it's a confusing trailer, if she's, like, the daughter of a BBC exec or, like, what her deal is. But the only kind of interesting fact about her that is splayed all over her IMDb is that she has interviewed Al Gore you know, in parentheses, former vice president of America about his stance on climate change. And that fact is like something that is the last sentence of her bio. Um, I don't think that's quite, I guess it's an accomplishment, although we all know what Al Gore's stance on climate change is, but I mean, good for Amber. I kind of uh, am just curious who she is. And yeah, I mean, (laughs) Amber Doingthorne is just a really funny name. Crunch, crunch. I really, I think it's Doig. Because I, I was like, is it Doig? I don't know. I think it's Doig. It's not like Doing. It's not like Amber Doing Thorn. She's she's literally been in thousands of, of videos on YouTube. Like, just pick one and she'll say it. Hi guys, I'm Amber Doing Thorn, and today I'm here with Emily Blunt, Sean Krasinski, star and director of the gripping new thriller A Quiet Place. Hi guys, I'm Amber Doing Thorn, and today I'm here with Rebecca Ferguson, Henry Cavill, Simon Pegg, Vanessa Kirby, star of Mission Impossible Fallout. Hi guys, I'm Amber Doing Thorn, and today I'm here with Javan Wade, star of The First Person. I just don't. I Just cannot I will not be able to make it through this segment without without laughing. Here listen Amber to this. Like, I'm sorry, Thorne. listen to this. Hi, I'm Amber. Welcome back to my channel. Today I'm here with Al Gore ahead of the release of his film An Inconvenient Sequel. Al, thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you, Amber. Why? <laughs> Why are you with Al Gore ahead of the release of An Inconvenient Sequel? No, this woman is an actress, but she's also an iconic junket interviewer, which I don't even understand. Like this woman does she attends every movie premiere even if stuff definitely of stuff that she's not in she's literally doing junket so many junket interviews i don't even know for what uh like platforms or papers or whatever and she's in winnie winnie the pooh blood and honey she's in the movie i don't even know how this person picked her out but i'm so glad that they did because this woman is screams i'm an actress you know Yes. She's putting she, in the work. She's doing more work than anyone. This is the opposite of nepotism. She's off the scale. She's literally working so hard. The best I could find, I don't think that she's nepotism at all. Like if she's secretly no. the child of a BBC no. exec, I don't know that I would be surprised. But also I feel like British press would have figured it out. She's working so hard at this industry that if she was nepotism, she would be Meryl Streep by now. Like, she would be the most famous person on the planet with You're how right. much work she's putting in. You're I mean, right. also- look at her website, amberdoigthorn.com. It's like she literally is in hundreds of horror movies. 
She is doing every single j- it's not stop hundreds. It. Hundreds. It's a lot, but it's not hundreds. She's been in movies like The Return of She's Krampus. been in fifty she's been in Watch 50 Out for the things. Wolves. The subordinate and Jerome. the names are funny. She has so many that are like she has so many that are just completed pre-production post like d- d- a, over a dozen that are either completed or post-production or pre-production like the red the color red i've never seen this much color red in someone's imdb profile in imdb credits there's so much stuff that's like in the middle of being finished but one of the big ones and the, the reason the caller called is because they watched the trailer for winnie the pooh blood and honey and the reason everyone's talking about winnie the pooh blood and honey is it's the first big release that's been made with Winnie the Pooh IP post it going into the public domain. So people are like, now no, I can do whatever the so fuck funny. I want with, and the, the same thing happened with Great Gatsby recently. Winnie the Pooh is public domain. People can do whatever they want with it. And so this is the first movie where people are taking the Winnie the Pooh legend or story, legend, myth, I don't know, and turning Winnie the Pooh into a serial killer. And he is, I guess, going to kill Amber Doak Thorne in the movie. And she's featured prominently in the trailer. And if you work backwards, you will see that she... Loves being in front of the camera, whether an actor or interviewing celebrities. And she's also big on TikTok. Yeah, the, she she like has a really big TikTok audience too. She does spawn for like uh like Mini Cooper. Is she a nah or is she a who? And I think it's the aspiration behind what's here that kind of moves her into very early who territory. I think she is a who. I think that she is really really striving this photo of her at a 40x theater doing spawn for some combination of oh it's specifically for cinna world in london i'm a huge and it's a photo of her alone in a 40x theater posing beside a bag of popcorn and a blue icy and it says i'm a huge marvel fan and I've been not so patiently waiting to see Shang-Chi. Let me tell you, I was not disappointed. This film was one of the best things to happen to the MCU and watching it in 4DX made it extra epic. Then there is a paragraph about why 4DX is good that ends with, what should I go and see next in 4DX? Book your 4DX tickets right now through the link in my bio. Hashtag ad, hashtag Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. Like, she's doing the work This is here. the type of girly where she gets thousands of products sent to her by PR oh, yeah. a day. Yes. And yes. she posts every Absolutely. single one of them and says, thank you at Clarisol. Thank you at, <laughs> you know, Cheesecake Factory. It's incredible. I mean, she, she has got that- literal luggage that's that's custom. It says Amber, at Amber Doug Thorne. She got that American pickle-free uh soda stream that i got but she definitely thanked hbo max and i did not (laughs) i just took the soda stream and ran this is a great tweet turns out i'm ranked on the top 500 actors in the world on imdb star meter still overwhelmed by the amount of love for winnie the pooh blood and honey thanks for all your support so excited to share this film with you later this year oh my god are you seeing winnie the pooh blood and honey if it's at essex (laughs) i'll go it might just be a rental i don't see this going to theaters is it going to theaters it looks crazy. It's like, did you know the plot of it? It's like Christopher uh, John. Was that his name? Christopher Allen? Christopher Robin. His name? Christopher Robin like left us here and now we've turned into like scary monsters and we're seeking oh, revenge. Oh my God. I kind of like that. He was like, I'm sorry I left you, Winnie. I kind of like that. Friends or whatever. So Amber Doig Thorne, we're huge fans now. Never heard of her until this call and now I'm thrilled. Oscar? I think that this is going to work for her. I think she's going to end up in some reality show or something. She's going to end up somewhere vaguely prominent more prominent than where she is now did you say vaguely prominent (laughs) she's got that fire in her you can tell hey guys it's amber welcome back to my channel today this video is a little bit weird i'm in hospital Mm. not for anything serious just to get my old wisdom teeth removed as i'm sure you might have known if you've been watching my stories i've had a few tooth infections over the last month or so in my bottom left wisdom tooth they're both my bottom is gumby a who or a them. Crunch, crunch. Is Gumby a who or a them? Yeah. One, two, three. Them? Them. Yeah, Gumby's a them. Is Gumby's horse friend a who or a them? That's a who. I don't know what the name is. What's Gumby's horse friend a name? Again, like, we've done this. We've talked about this before on the podcast. I'm having, like, the most deja vu. It's, like, making me nauseous. Pokey. Pokey. We've definitely done this before now that I'm thinking about it. And Gumby's girlfriend is named like Vanessa or something. And then we got it wrong <laughs> and then people corrected us. Her name <laughs> Tara. <is> Tara. <laughs> and we laughed about it. His I'm girlfriend's losing... name is Tara. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. 
I guess it remains She's funny blue. that Gumby is named Gumby and Gumby's girlfriend is named Tara. <laughs> <laughs> and what's Gumby's horse named again? What'd you say? Pokey. 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 <laughs> okay. The only them is Gumby. The thing is like Gumby, Gumby is a them despite despite the fact that I never watched a Gumby show. I never consumed any Gumby content. He was just around. Like nothing else looks like that. Also, Nothing Gumby else. did not like, get. Did Gumby make it into the new generation? Like, does anyone from Gen Z know Gumby, or is like, is he a figure? This is what we need. This will make the segment worth something. Gen Z, if you are familiar with Gumby, call in. And if you've never heard of Gumby, call in. Do you know what Gumby sounds like? Do I know what Gumby sounds like? Do we no. have like what's Gum? Okay. I know wondering. as much about Gumby's voice as I know about Camilla Maroney's voice. Okay. Hello. Gumby, can you meet me in Western Town right away? Hold on a minute. I'll have to get my father's permission. Hey, BLT, long time. Uh, This is more of a question for Lindsay, I suppose. But I wanted to know, is the great Boston molasses flood a who or a them? Thank you. Uh, Good form, Bella Thorne. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for this great question about my heritage. Bobby, do you know about the Boston molasses flood? I do, but I learned about it. I didn't know about it until I was until I lived here. Like someone I like met where? in New York told me about it. Okay. I didn't know about it until I was in my thirties. I will say. Yeah, I think it's a who because you know about the tea party, duh. Yeah, of course. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, right. Oh, oh my god. Sure. <laughs> That's how like every fourth grade public school class starts in Boston. Your teacher comes in and goes, "You know about the tea party, right? <laughs> you know about the tea party." I'm sure half the people are hearing this are like, "What is that?" Yeah, explain what happened. A storage tank filled with two... Po- this feels very... Uh, the cow knocking over the pail and starting to fire, I have to say. Mm, a large Chicago. storage tank. This happened in 1919. A large storage tank, storage tank filled with 2.3 million gallons of molasses. It burst and the wave of molasses rushed through the streets at 35 miles per hour, killing 21 and injuring 150. And apparently like it smelled like molasses for like a million years <laughs> when it was hot. Not like sugar. I mean, it, 21 people died because molasses. I think I have crazy. a hard time, like like a lot of people, I have a hard time like, like with you, Like volume. how do you even envision that? Like how do well, you even like, like think about that? It's like, you know, like whenever you get like a, you get a drink in a, in a cup that's thin and cylindrical. And then maybe you get a drink in a cup that's small and quite rounded, quite bulbous. And sure. then you're like, that's not much drink. And then you realize it's the exact same amount that was in the tall cylindrical thing. Like okay, I, I have no sense of like what two point three million. Like even if I saw a gigantic barrel of molasses, I don't know what that would be like if it were spilling on the street. Is what I'm saying. The 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 transformative quality of like matter, viscous matter. I don't know how to deal with it. I just have mm-hmm. no way to. This is this is just so wild to me. It almost seems like it's fake, like it's not real. It's a little bit hard to kind of understand. It's hard to wrap my. It's like hard to wrap my head around like every every single detail of the story. It's hard for me to wrap my hand my head around it. Like in terms of Boston history, it's just not. It's not one that we're just like discussing. They did a drunk history about it. I do remember it's like that. Because a great shame. Like, why would you discuss this? Yeah. So it's a them in Boston. It's just a who to me. I think it's a them in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a them in Boston. Okay. I just know that like when we went to Boston, I didn't see this marker that says Boston molasses flood, but I did go to Cheers. So like. Okay. Well, you only went to Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) I went to that cafe. I'm just saying like, it's not like you walked the Freedom Trail. You only went to Cheers. (laughs) I've I've walked the Freedom Trail in the past. We don't have like molasses floods like this anymore, but that truck dumped a bunch of Alfredo sauce on the freeway this week. (laughs) Mamma mia. I saw that. That's crazy. I like the headline that was like, it smelled good, and then it smelled really bad a few hours later. <laughs> no, my, my favorite headline was on the New York Times. It just said, after truck spills on highway, comma, quote, Alfredo sauce is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, and it was their deck. An overturned truck in Memphis covered the road in Alfredo sauce. It reportedly smelled great at first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was the brand? 
I don't know what the brand was. What's I think God, all I cannot bo- read it. Honestly, <laughs> leave all it to the bottled near- Alfredo sauces though are bad. I'm sorry. Leave it to New York Times to make a story about Alfredo sauce building on a highway into the most boring shit you've ever seen. The fifth paragraph invented in the early 1900s by the chef Alfredo Delelio and still featured at his namesake restaurant in Rome. The sauce is made with... It's like, oh my God, just tell me the brand of the sauce that spilled all over the highway. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is Memphis, and we've had some pretty intense sun beating down on that Alfredo sauce, and also humidity. It was not a great recipe for a highway full of Alfredo sauce. Oh, my God. Okay, we're done. Alfredo <laughs> sauce. Them? Oh, in terms of tomato sauce? In terms of, like, in terms pasta, of pasta sauce. Uh, iconic pasta yeah, you've sauce. Got, yeah, you've got tomato, Italian you've got sauce. pesto, you've got Alfredo. Yeah, okay, great. Vodka, nice try. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 619- who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our read a theme song on Mondays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for uh, bonus episodes, uh, commentaries, occasional newsletters, Discord server, and more. You can also get the VIP audio on Apple Podcasts. Just subscribe in the app. It's a lot easier. We'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Oh, pre-order my book wherever you get books the old place you'll like it and uh we'll see you next week bye bye you will drive it Hey, Lindsay Bobby, classic. I had to pause the pause situation, except I got distracted, so I paused it like eight hours ago. So I can't believe we got through a whole segment on Talon Torriero and didn't bring up the fact that he dated Nicole Scherzinger. Does anyone else remember this besides me? It's burned in my brain and I like wait for people to bring it up because what was that? Um, anyways, if you could explain to me what that was, that would be great. Um, to be a lesbian. Bye-bye. Hey, Lindsay Bobby. First time, no time. I'm not really a listener of your podcast. I just... I'm vaguely aware of it by association through my fiance, but we were talking about how far back the hoodum really goes, and I was testing that theory. So here is my idea for you. Catherine Parr, does, does anybody know who she is? No, we don't. We know Anne Boleyn. Who's clearly a den. But no one knows who Catherine Parr is. Could Catherine Parr be the most ancient of the thems? Let me know. The who's. Or the who's. Crunch, crunch. Apparently, you're supposed to say crunch, crunch. Tim Tebow, Leslie, and Lindsay Podcaster. Bye. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I've been doing some meetings the past few weeks, like running them. And I've realized I've started ending with questions, comments, concerns. Questions, comments, concerns. And I was thinking, where does this come from? Why did I start saying this? Why am I ending my meetings this way? And then I realized how Bobby ends every call or request for calls. So now I'm doing it in a work setting. Um, there you go. You've infiltrated my brain. Fork and sorkin'.